Fellas, this podcast is brought to you by pedals.com.au. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Get ahead. Get on top of things. Get your lady something nice. You can go in there, order flowers, order chocolates, order a vase, order whatever you want. Just use the link in my bio when you do it. Have Valentine's Day sorted for you this year by pedals.com.au and uh, help out the podcast. Okay, boys, welcome to the Draft Don podcast first draft handbook of the year we're going over everything that you need to know to get started in your draft league what some things are what draft actually is and everything you need to know to get going still early preseason the draft list will come the mock drafts will come my player reviews will come every day i'll probably know every (laughs) day everything is on the instagram i'm posting there daily uh, but more in-depth stuff will come on the podcast side of things Uh, but yeah let's let's just rip right into it instead of stuffing around any longer uh, what what's draft? Draft, in my opinion, is the premier version of Super Coach. There's two ways to play. Obviously, there's classic, and there is draft. Uh, the world over, in every other fantasy sport, really draft is the way to go. Classic uh, is pretty big in uh, like soccer leagues, Premier League stuff like that, um, where you manage your salary cap, trade players in and out. Um, but draft really, if you're talking NFL, NHL, NBA, you know, big boy sports, uh, that, that that's more so where the fantasy world heads to. But pretty much between 6 and 14 of your best mates or randoms, just get together online or in person, go at it, selecting players from the NRL to form your side. Uh, so unlike classic, uh, how can I explain this with someone? Like, yeah, for anyone that's under the age of 18, draft is like having an NFT, right? So there's only one version. That's such a stupid analogy. But there's one version of each player to go around. Like, in Classic, everybody starts with Teddy or Pappy. Everybody starts with Dave Fafita. But in draft, there's only one version of each player to go around. So they're they're a pretty hot commodity, and draft day is pretty important. There's, like I said, there's no salary cap, so it's all gung-ho. Everyone's acting like they're Melbourne Storm in the uh, late, early 2000s, uh, and you're not going to get your title stripped away. There's absolutely no salary cap. You can have a million-dollar player uh, tapped off by another million-dollar player and then another million-dollar player. There's, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, Super Coach Classic. If you want to do your accounting and stuff like that, head over that way. If you just want to have a good time with the boys, do some just pure stat analysis, not how much money they're going to make analysis, stick around to the draft handbook. So draft day is obviously the major selling point for draft. If you get together with a good group of blokes, have a few beverages and throw some chat around, uh, there's the drama of waiting for someone you desperately need to fill your spot, only to have them nab the pick before, the joy of watching your mates struggle as they've just come in with a massive plan. This is who I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick them here and then they get to draft day and realize "Mm, that's not exactly how this thing goes soldier and watching them just fumble around that's always fun or there's the blokes that are on the other side of that spectrum where they just haven't done any research whatsoever and they're like a fish out of water when things start going so i mean take this time now to turn on notifications on instagram and uh, get this podcast in your favorite i'm going to teach you how to completely own your mates for a good 24 weeks out of the year just completely just rip them to pieces every single week all right so how does it go you're new to draft you got 10 mates you all like to throw a bit of shit at each other but what happens now you need to have a group chat in my opinion now even if you've got some stragglers that aren't in the immediate friendship group you got to get them in without without a solid group chat draft is just 
boring. You know, like, because some leagues don't play for money, right? So, it, obviously, if you got some money on the line, that keeps people interested. But if you're not in a position uh, where you don't know the blokes well enough, or whatever it is, you don't want to buy in the first year. If there's pride on the line, that's almost worse than having money on the line. If you're in there calling people out, causing a bit of drama, stirring some shit, maybe doing a few player bets like the uh, weekly rubdown do, stuff like that, a bit of pride on the line. A good group chat is the core foundation to every draft league, and you need it, and you need to be able to cop it. You don't need a no no crybabies. You need if you need to be able to throw it to each other and cop it. Nobody enjoys a soft draft league other things that you just need last place needs to have a punishment it's all good at first place there's no victory money but last place you got to give them a punishment is is it a shoey is it a nudie run is it going into subway getting a sub with absolutely everything on it and having to eat it within 10 minutes what whatever it is it needs to happen. Even I've seen uh, Grand Final Day, your beer bitch for the whole day for anybody that made the Grand Final. I love that one. I've seen in the States, they do stuff like you have to go to a waffle house. You're in there for 24 hours. Every 10 waffles you eat, you get an hour off the time. Get creative. Make coming last something that matters so that your league stays active. Someone might not be pushing for first, but at least they're not last and not becoming last will keep that league active and ticking along. So let's talk about actually setting up your league first of all it's a snake draft or it's nothing snake draft means for example if you're in a six man it goes picks one two three four five six and then it goes six five four three two one so if you're a bit stiffed at the back end of your draft you're not getting turbo or teddy you're going to be able to pick someone up equal value to the first guy that you picked and then obviously if you're first in the draft you pick up turbo you're waiting all the way until pick 12 obviously in a six man everything would be stacked but uh in a 12 man for example that's a long time to wait Uh, you do have turbo but it's a long time to wait to get back up there people talk captains or no captains i don't love captains it is a big dick energy move to play with captains. This is really just personal preference. Uh, it's just how I've played the last few years. Uh, we haven't had captains because of guys like Turbo and Teddy. But like I said, there's only one Turbo every year, right? There's only one guy that's going to do that. Well, last year it was Cleary. And people always say, oh, if I don't have him or I don't have him, then you just kind of shit out of luck. It is turning more towards that way with the way the game's played. But who knows? With some rule changes coming in in the new year, I'll keep you informed about that that um it it really could go back to a captain's league priority but i think the draft community is a bit split right now on what it is so just ask the boys or the girls whoever's in the league what they prefer to do uh for those that don't know captain's league means that each week you select one of the players that you've drafted and they will get double points that week all right so you know you're doing a snake draft order uh, now you got to make sure that that grand final is not round 25. Rookie mistake. Everybody does it their first year. Round 25, players get rested on mass, brother. Especially Melbourne Storm players. Especially any team that's got a solidified top four spot. They got no no reason to not rest their players. And there's nothing worse. You get to grand final day, uh, ready for some big dick swing and energy, and half your roster has been just benched or just not included in the score at all sorry not the score not included in the squad whatsoever you don't want that that's that's pus make sure that your your grand final day is maximum round 24 earlier the better um there will be two weeks there where people are still playing super coach and you're not don't stress about it because you know that you got a good grand final all right so teams 
it's it's another one, a bit of a tricky one. Uh, a lot of teams are regular formed with just the normal 13 players on a footy field, right? So a hooker, uh, two front rowers, three second rowers, halfback, 5'8", four center slash wing players, and a fullback. Um, four on the bench. However, with a larger playing group, say 10 plus, a lot of people do run one hooker, two front rower, only the two second row, one halfback, one five eight, only the two center slash wing players, and one fullback with four on the bench. Or if you feel the need to really take players out of the waivers, go seven on the bench. I'm doing that in one of my leagues this year. We're doing a keeper league, so we've got an extended bench um, just so we can have a bit more uh, room to play with. But like I say, General run of the mill, six man up to ten man. People are doing that first option. You can't really go wrong with it. It's just a footy side. Quick chat about waivers and waiver wire because every time there's newbies, they get a little bit confused. So this is this is basically how it works. Each player every week who's not been selected on a team, they get placed into a waiver wire. So on Monday night, once Supercoach opens back up, sometimes happens at lunchtime, whatever it is, on Monday, after all the footy's finished and a new round's going to begin, Every player that's not actively on a squad, they get put onto the waiver wire. So say, for example, you've got that front row you had a good feeling about last three weeks. He shit the bed. It's time to piss him off. Well, you can go to the waiver wire and get yourself a brand new shiny one. However, if uh, a player is dead last, this is in general setup, the reverse ladder. If someone dead last also sees the front row that you want on that waiver wire, they will get first dibs. So the way it works is normally on a uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, some people do it on the Thursday morning. There's a time, uh, it's sometimes midnight to 4 a.m. Every single waiver gets transferred at once. There's someone at last place, second last place, and you all the way up at third, all asking for the same player. That guy at last place gets that player. But it's not all bad news. After waivers have been uh, processed and everybody gets their claims, any player that was not picked up, they go into a free agency pool. And they can get picked up any time from that moment until it's kickoff for their game. So it's the same process. Swap your guy out for a shiny new one and away you go. But if you're like me and always find yourself near the top of the league, up the tippy top, the waiver wire doesn't really do much for you. What you're going to want to do is player to player trades. And let's be honest, other than draft day, this is why we're here. It's the player for player trades that you do with the other teams in your competition. It's electric. A big blockbuster trade can blow up the league. It can cause drama in the league. It's what keeps the league ticking. If you're not trading, you're fading. And they say that drafts aren't won on draft day. Well, I tell you what, they're sure as fuck not won on the waiver wire then. It is these trades that you are doing. If you are able to manipulate your peers into giving you James Tedesco for some magic beans, you need to go ahead and do that. Be sly with the tongue. Oh, I've seen this guy in training. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Say that Teddy's got a few head knocks and you don't trust him. Say that all their players are pretty much on their last legs and you think that really you're doing them a favor by onboarding them onto your team. Be be a devil. Be sly. That's what it's all about. Win at all costs. And like I say, if you're not trading, you are fading. Some leagues, they got the commissioner needs to approve trades. I don't hate that. What I do hate, what you shouldn't turn on is the veto rule. So the veto rule is after your trade has been uh, sent to the league, 
they all get to vote on whether they think that that should be approved or not. And what happens is you got people that are going to come in and just blow up the trade for no reason other than the fact that you're getting a good deal or no other reason than they're not involved in the deal. This doesn't help me. Why would I approve a trade that helps a team that I'm actively playing against, which makes sense. So what you need to do is take that element out of there completely. I can see why a commissioner approval might work, but if your commissioner isn't on the ball and isn't constantly present, get it out of here. I don't mind free-for-all. All All the leagues I'm in are free-for-all. If people really have a problem, you can always reverse the trade. If it's going to blow up your league ridiculously, it's always a conversation that can be had, but from where I'm sat, free-for-all trades are where it is at. Blockbuster trades can they can change the season, they can change your team, they can change your uh, your trajectory of teams around you. It's the way to do it in my opinion. But that's the that's the first step in the draft handbook. Uh, we're going to go further on over the next two months until your draft day, getting you ready with different player news, different draft strategies, everything like that. Um, but for right now, this is everything you need to get your league set up. So go ahead, get some mates together. If you're a classic player and you normally only play classic, give draft a go this year. I trust you. I've never met someone who's played draft and said that they prefer classic. Uh, there is a place for classic. I will play classic. I play overall. I enjoy it. But draft is where it's at. Draft is where you can just have a few beverages with the boys and just chat shit, knowing that your guy against their guy is is what we're doing. Then it doesn't get to round 13 and there's a million players and only two unique ones. But um, like I say, give us a follow on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, review the potty if you if you liked it. Tell a friend. That's probably the most important thing you could do for me. Uh, if you if you like what you see, tell a friend. But even more so, tell a friend that you're starting a draft league and you want them involved. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys at the latest next Friday.